about the Crime Stoppers. Uh, in Suffolk County, it's 1-800-220-TIPS. That's the number, 1-800-220-8477. So all calls are indeed kept anonymous and a reward uh, in uh, many a case uh, issue for information that will lead to an arrest, monetary reward. Uh, Joe Jacklon, a retired sergeant in YPD, former commanding officer, Bronx, Cold Case Squad, current adjunct professor at John Jay College, author of the Criminal Investigative Function, a guy of new investigators, fourth edition, five soon to come. And Joe, back today, a highly decorated member of the NYPD, including the most notable Departmental of Valor. He's also a best selling author of the Cold Case Handbook, an incredible read, and also a host of the hit show, uh, all regarding the Gilgo Beach investigation on the YouTube channel. Uh, the aforementioned Sarge, Joe Jacklow. Sir, how are you? Good morning, Jay. How are you? All is good, my friend. All is good as we close out uh, 2023. Joe, hope you had a great holiday of Christmas. And as we get into uh, New Year's, let's get to uh, a couple of things. Uh, you know, some tough stories here. and We've seen this one uh, play out as far as a uh, Huntington High School graduate filing a lawsuit now against the Huntington School District, the teacher alleging that this guy was a band director back in the day, sexually assaulted her in and outside of school when she was a student there. Uh, it was around 14 years ago, Sarge. Uh, she was a senior at the time. Uh, allegations that this guy, Brian Salato, denies all through his attorney. Uh, but uh, another uh, situation of uh, inappropriate activity between a student uh, and a teacher, allegedly here, Joe. Yeah, no, this is the second time we've talked about something like this in the last couple of weeks, and it's, it's very disturbing, and they need to get down to the bottom of this and, and see if any other uh, you know victims or potential victims come forward to, to talk about what uh, has transpired with this teacher. And, you know, it's, you know, you send your kids to school, and you got to worry about school shootings, and, and now you have the second case of abuse, uh, sexual abuse, of students, it's it's very disturbing, Jay. It is. It's uh, extremely disturbing. Uh, you know, you you want to know if they vetted this guy properly, as far as uh, you know, being a teacher and everything. And there's so many questions with this whole thing. Uh, and uh, usually, when there's smoke, there's fire, Joe. That's the thing here. So, uh, I'm sure officials want to know if uh, if anybody else. Uh, you know, usually it takes one. You know, to kind of tip it a little bit, but uh, we'll see if anything else uh, comes down here with this stuff. But a uh, very troubling situation out of the uh, Huntington School District, if, again, folks, it is true. All right, let's get to uh, another harrowing story here, uh, Joe, where a woman's accused of stealing a car. This happened on Christmas Day uh, with yeah. a sleeping 7-year-old child right in the back seat. Uh, a 51-year-old uh, woman charged now with third-degree grand larceny, lots of charges here. Uh, all in all, there's Shawana James of Rivhead Police believes to say now that she is uh, homeless. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is why you don't park your car. We say it to you all the time, uh, ladies and gents. You don't park your car. Even if you're going into a store, I've done it many a time. You know, you're going to 7-Eleven to pick up a, you know, you're there literally 60 seconds. But you never know. Things happen in 60 seconds. Uh, and this was one of those things, Joe, that happened in Riverhead on th on uh, uh, during the week here. Right, it, and it's a, it's about the age old story, you know, leaving your car running this to go into the store. Uh, you know, she just wanted to do something quick. She didn't want to unbuckle the kid and everything else. 
Well, you know what? I mean, this is this is the kind of stuff that you just you shake your head too because yeah, unfortunately, if you have to make a run and you you have to take the kid out and lock the car up. These days, things are happening left and right, and it can happen just as quick as that. And and my point is, you, you save yourself five or ten minutes, uh, and and what 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 happened afterwards? So just everybody, please don't leave your car running. These cars get stolen like this all the time. I always said if I had a you know make a quick getaway, just hang out at a Seven Eleven for five, for five minutes, and you can get one that's already running. I mean, it's just people. It, it's not a good move, especially when you get the kid in the car. I mean, come on. Yeah, come on. you got to use common sense. Seven-year-old sleeping in the back seat. Uh, just an awful story. Could have ended in a terrible way, I'll tell you that much. Very lucky. Yeah. Very lucky, Sarge, as far as, uh, you know, the end game here. But uh, uh, the kids are right, and uh, and this individual now uh, will be charged uh, accordingly. Joe Jacklin on the crime report. Here's one of the more horrific stories to end the year with, uh, Sarge, with a two-year-old pit bull was found stabbed. 17 times. This is unbelievable. Uh, this was on a residential street, uh, Joe, in uh, Freeport. Uh, the uh, Nass County Animal Welfare Authority is now offering a reward $5,000 for info that will lead to an arrest here. Um, I mean, it is unbel- this is just one of the more horrific deals. This poor terrier uh, was found badly won- wounded by a woman in the area of, it was right near Grand Street and Washburn Avenue. I know that area. Uh, and was uh, taken to a shelter in Freeport. It, it, does it get worse than this as far as animal animal cruelty here? No, it doesn't. And, and I have a feeling this case will end up closing pretty quickly because it seems as if cases with animals involved in it, people are more willing to come forward and, and give up information about who might be responsible. Uh, it's, it's, an, it's an awful case. I mean, these, this dog... You know, you look at the pictures of him online. I mean, it made it made um, big news too. I mean, it was all in the New York City news on ABC last night. It's um, it's a lot of media attention, and I think that somebody will tip somebody off here. The five thousand dollar reward is pretty big, so uh, hopefully they find out who this individual is, and he and he or she gets deserved punishment. No question, five thousand dollars, folks. You know anything? Say something. You can call the hotline here. This is the Nassau District Attorney's Animal Crimes Hotline. I'm going to give it to you now. Write it down. 516-571-7755. One more time. 516-571-7755. We do a pretty good job when these numbers are given, uh, Joe. People respond. Uh, I know that. And uh, hopefully they'll uh, get this individual off the streets where he belongs. I mean, that is just an awful situation. And hey, listen, we're all we love animals, right? Come on, how do you how do you do this? How do you do this to a dog? Defenseless animal. My goodness. Uh, the Sarge with us. Uh, New Year's Eve, uh, Joe. You've been uh, you've been plenty of them. Been around there. Uh, as far as leading details and everything else, I am sure. Uh, over a span of many, many years, my friend. Uh, this year, you know, you have your usual suspects as far as, you know, the security and the blocks of, uh, some, of, uh, of cement, granite, and everything else that's, that's put up there, the trucks, you know, right in the intersections. Uh, but you also, you know, have a new element, a new caveat possibly, and that are protesters. We've seen the protesters uh, in and around Manhattan. I don't think it'll be any different on New Year's Eve to make a spectacle of themselves. But in essence, it's going to be a very, very busy night, I would think, on Sunday. 
Yeah, and it's going to be tense, too, because, uh, I mean, the, the likelihood of clashing now with the police grows increasingly each day where they're just doing things like taking over the JFK airport the other day. And, I mean, you, you can't let this go on this long. But you know what? The city kind of tied its hands with those lawsuits from the from the uh, the BLM riots that we had a few years ago and, and the lawsuits that came down and, and not letting the police do the, the kettling and, and everything else that was accused. And so now you have a situation where it was pretty much predicted where the police now are just kind of like they don't know what to do in regards to crowd control anymore. And now you have this group of people that are just taking over the city and, and doing doing lots of uh, but let's put it this way, economical damage, right? I mean, a lot of people might just say, screw it, I'm going to stay home, I'm not going to be bothered with this, and that's what that's what their intention is. They're going to do, you know, they were in um, the, the, I think they were at the bus depot yesterday. Uh, I mean, it's just they, they're really starting to wreak havoc, and eventually something's going to have to be done. But the question comes down to is, the prosecutors will just drop all the charges like they did last time, and the only ones left holding the bag will be the police and the civilian complaints that they're going to get. Yeah, uh, no doubt, no doubt. Everybody on high alert, though. I'll tell you that much. Uh, for Sunday night, the weather's not going to be too bad either. Uh, so you're going to have a lot of people there uh, in uh, celebration. So uh, police have their hands full, uh, without question, on New Year's Eve, without question. Uh, the Sarge with us, Joe Jacklone. Uh, you know, we're doing this a long time. I don't think I've seen as many stories, Joe, as fires. Fires in people's homes, apartments, people displaced. I think it was yesterday. The number was 82. That's only growing now. The last night, what happened in in uh, Roslyn, uh, with more families getting displaced. I mean, you know, you, you have to think it's it's the uh, uh, maybe the heaters, the portable heaters, the Christmas trees, maybe. Uh, you know, we used to talk about those live trees. You know, not the fake ones. The live trees can really uh, set it off as far as the blaze is concerned. But man, I'll tell you. I haven't reported on this many fires uh, ever doing this show over the last couple of weeks. It, it is a disturbing trend, and you know, it also some of these cases might be with these lithium-ion batteries. You know, with, with yes. the electric bikes, and yep. um, you know, and, and even the tools. Right? I mean, I have them in my garage, and I, I now uh, when they, and I, know, I know I'm not going to use them for a while. I unplug it from the wall. I, I don't leave them charging fully anymore because. There's just been too many incidents going on. Maybe yeah. being overly cautious, but you know what? I think you're better off to be overly cautious than, than having an issue with, with something like this. Until they can figure out what's the actual cause, uh, that's what I'm going to do with my stuff. And I think people need to start you know, doing some things like that just to, just to protect their own families. Yeah. Um, in Melville, a house explosion earlier in the week, maybe a pro t- propane tank causing that. you got to be very careful. Uh, very careful as far as uh, what's in and around. So uh, definitely an uptick there. The Sarge with us a couple of minutes. Uh, Joe, another troubling one where you have a sex offender at a West Hampstead allegedly striking again, this time luring dozens of teenagers uh, into his uh, orbit, uh, so to speak, convincing them to pose in compromising positions. And then what he would do is extort them uh, for money. This is according to the federal prosecutors at Brooklyn. So this 24-year-old, uh, Justin Poon, uh, was arrested last week, charged now with inducing two 16-year-old girls, one of whom he carried on a two-year relationship with to create some explicit material uh, for his uh, own gratification and uh, also uh, financial gain here. So apparently this guy blackmailed one of them by threatening to send images to family and friends if she didn't send them, you know, multiple uh, cash app payments. 
Uh, but this guy uh, has a known pass for this stuff. Yeah, and it's the age-old thing, right? I mean, you get people, like you said, in uncompromising positions, and then you can use it to extort and blackmail them, and that's exactly what he's doing. I mean, you know, it's at 16 years old. I mean, everybody is still kind of finding their own way about what right was wrong, and, and you know, you could get somebody who's very manipulative, which could be the case here, and, and it's not that difficult. I mean, listen, we get those emails all the time, right? I have pictures of you if you don't pay me, you know, three bitcoins, I'm going to put all these naked pictures of you on the internet. I mean, I always respond back and says, well, for one bitcoin, you can send me, I'll give you as many news as, as you want. But um, it's it's absolutely crazy about what's going on, and, and, and sometimes, you know, as young kids, they don't understand the consequences of their actions either, and then they get involved in this, and, and we, you know, some of these have ended in tragedy. People have actually committed suicide over these things. So, yes, we need to make sure we educate our kids and make sure we understand about the consequences of things like this, and that something feed to them that there's something wrong. It probably is. Yeah, no doubt about it. Joe Jacklin on the crime report, uh, without question, this is what happens. You know, these some of these individuals they're not getting the proper attention uh, if they're in rehabilitation or whatever. This problem, the system, obviously, with people uh, who are booked and then let out on the streets and everything else. You know, I was reading something. Uh, Earlier this morning, Joe, before I hit the show wave, airwaves, uh, that murders are down in this country. You know, let's not tell. I mean, that's great news, right? But you know, <laughs> the the old adage. Well, okay, that's fine, but is but here, right? So we, you and I, talk oh, about yeah. this all the time. Yeah, the murder scene is down, but uh, there are other areas of criminal activity that have risen. And again, you know, we cite the reasons why. But uh, let's not have a big celebration over this, you know. No, yes. I mean, it's we have to be, you know, I, and I had posted this the other day before all the politicians start going, you know, waving their pom-poms and looking what they're doing. First of all, you got to remember, this is the same crew that was that denied the homicide spike, where we had a 30% homicide spike in this country between 2019, 2020, 2021, and the end of 2022, right? And the homicides are down, but they've kind of reverted back to the mean. So we're kind of back to the numbers that we saw in 2020 so it's not as if you know uh yeah so they stopped the trend right now going up but they're still up from three years ago and that's not a good sign so we're we're at this new normal and we've talked about this jay we've kind of plateaued and we have to be careful when you plateau generally it could be another leg up with something that happens so when you hear listen anytime you have murder that is down it's great but you gotta remember we were on a historic spike in this country in 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 crime but you know, here's the other deal. As homicides have dropped, like you said, Jay, other crimes have gone up. So yep. not only have we added to that spike, <laughs> we're continuing that upward trend. So things aren't that good. And you know what? There's not even to get into the whole thing, but just you have to be very suspect of the numbers that come out out of the uh, former FBI uniform crime report because they switched over to another system, and about half the country is not even reporting homicides that. So we have to be really careful with this. It's an excellent point the Sarge just made. Uh, you're not getting the accuracy as far as the reporting is concerned, without question. Uh, so, you know, keep that in mind. Keep that in mind before you start dancing in the streets. Uh, the Sarge with us. Sarge, you got a lot going on. The book, I can't, I uh, finally got the book back, by the way. Uh, I lent it out, I got the book back, and uh, and the Sarge signed it for me, so I wanted the book back. 
uh, in more ways than one. But, I mean, the book is just, uh, you know, it's a great book. Person I lent it to said it was a great read. Very interested in a lot of these cases, Gilgo especially. Uh, but it's uh, it's just a great reaction when somebody gets hold of this thing, you know? Yeah, thanks. It's uh, The book's still, I mean, we're still selling books. Uh, there's been a couple of police departments that have picked up, um, you know, a bunch of copies at one time, so that's kind of exciting that, that this is starting to catch on and doing yeah. that. Um, some of the true crime community has picked up on it and using it to try to help with their, you know, YouTube channels and research and everything else that goes on. So it's, um, you know, it, it's it's doing exactly what, uh, you know, I uh, attended it to do. So it's it's a good um, it's a good deal. Tremendous job, and of course the show on uh, the YouTube uh, uh, channel uh, doing uh, great. I would presume uh, with a guest. I've seen a couple episodes. Uh, really tremendous guests uh, as you get into this whole uh, investigation. And listen, uh, twenty four is going to be an interesting year because a lot will be coming out regarding uh, what has gone on with this investigation. And uh, you know, my suspicion is there will be plenty. Uh, plenty of arrests yes. uh, and uh, interesting information still to come out here. Uh, but your uh, show is lights out when it comes to this. Thanks. Yeah, the show's done really well. We just crossed the 4,000 subscriber mark. Uh, we're talking about, um, doesn't sound like a lot, but when you consider we this thing kicked off in August when, with, with zero. So we've uh, it, it's gone pretty quickly. I had Mary Murphy on from Channel 11 the other day, uh, about a yeah. week or two ago. Yeah, and she just reported yesterday. She dropped the bombshell yesterday. The only one right now reporting PIX is that the grand jury now has the Maureen Brainerd Barnes case, and uh, you know, and Rex Yearman. So it's going. It's going to be interesting. We're going to, it said, according to her, there was a police source that, that there was a decision going to be made uh, by the grand jury before the holidays. But you know what? Yeah. Uh, today is like well, today is the last day that could come out. So right, we'll we'll be watching very closely. Interesting. Interesting, Joe. That's a good one. We'll see. Uh, you know, it's a ticking time bomb, this thing. Uh, and uh, I, I think we will have a plethora of events regarding uh, what's been going on. Always a pleasure, of course, the Sarge and all with the show, YouTube, Gilgo, the book, uh, all in all. Uh, great job, and I look forward. The Cold Case Handbook, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I look forward to carrying this on into 2024, my friend. Sounds like a plan.